Kelsey. All right, uh, 10 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Every Friday we uh, chat with gubernatorial candidate Bob Stefanowski. Bob, good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. We had a big announcement this week. I uh, announced my the next lieutenant governor. I heard. Of Connecticut, Laura Devlin. We're really happy about that. And uh, I think she's a great compliment to me. Yeah. She's uh, been a legislator. She and Pat Sasser were really the main reasons, and Henry Martin, that we don't have tolls in the state of Connecticut. I know a lot of great people that went out there to, to, to speak their mind. But, uh, you know, she's from a different part of the state, which is very helpful. Fairfield County, important part of the state. I'm up here near you, Lee. And um, I think it's going to be, A, it's going to really help us win the election. But more importantly, I think she's going to be a good person to govern with. She's been in that legislature for close to 10 years. I'll never figure out how it works in that that, that crazy building up there. So having somebody to help me navigate the waters and get our agenda through, I think it's going to be really helpful. Yeah, I think it's a rocks solid choice. I know you were you know going back and forth with four or five folks at the end, and uh, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's a hard decision to make because uh, you know a lot, a lot of people have their own qualities and they bring a lot to the table. And you know, having to tell some folks no, I'm sure it's tough for you, right? It's, it's hard, and I, I think on the positive side, there's a lot of great people in the party. I mean, we did a pretty exhaustive search, and uh, and we did a lot of analysis on the people that, that we looked at. And yeah. there's some really terrific, um, both young and old, uh, people in our party. And I, I, I was at an event last night um, um, up in Torrington, and uh, we probably had 150 people there. It was just a meet and greet. I, I expected I was going to walk into a room with 10 people. And uh, there is a lot of, and I'm not saying for me, but there's, I don't know whether it's anger at the Democrats or enthusiasm for Republicans, but it it really does feel different this time around. We, yeah. We've got a great chance this time around. I would agree. I think people are seeing what uh, this leadership has brought to the state, and they don't like the end result. And I, I do believe you've got a lot more momentum this time than you had last time. So, uh, you know, you're jumping on that at the, at the right time. I, I wish the election were next week. I know. Uh, you know, I, I, I wish we could have it because you don't know what's going to happen over the summers. But yeah. I don't think the summer is going to help Democrats with gas prices going crazy. And Governor Lamont's three-week 25-cent gas tax cut is I know. It's almost laughable. Um, we got to make some fundamental reform and get gas prices down permanently and get utility bills down permanently. Um, he's, he's kind of just doing a lot of election year gifts that he's just trying to get by the next nine months. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. Lee. I, I, I really flipped that switch where I think we're going to win. I mean, you get into this, you're kind of, yeah, maybe we'll win, but I'll tell you over the last week or so I flipped the switch. We're going to win it's a little bit scary. Lee. No, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. Then what? <laughs> I, mean, I know. Then what do you do? <laughs> you win, and then holy cow! I got to govern. Wow! Wait. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, no, know, you know. No, but yeah. you, no. You make a great point, though. Just really, just to circle back to uh, the governor, and you know, it's it, you know, doing what he did for the twenty-five cents and, and having it come off like it's his idea. It's a gimmick. It's all it is. It's a. It's an you know, election time gimmick. This is a guy who ran away from any conceivable help that would uh, you know that p- people here in the state of Connecticut would need for you know getting by their regular day life to ease some of the burdens that this economy that the, the crushing debt the inflation has done and now because it's an election year you know they're going to lower the gas prices if this was not an election year you would not be paying 25 cents less in gas no way well yeah, i agree with you it's silly and this is where i need people like your listeners to cuz some people will oh gee he did he cut the gas tax this is when your listeners need to speak up and tell the facts because they know them, right? 
his first year in office, Governor Lamont raised taxes by $1.8 billion. He taxed prepared foods. He taxed PPE. Now we're in an election year. And then three months ago, you remember, he wanted to put another tax on gas, the TCI tax. He wanted to add another, I think it was 12 cents a gallon. Now we're in an election year. He's making a big deal out of a gas tax, temporary gas tax cut that's saving the average family $2.25 a week. So what I say is, okay, he raised taxes a billion eight his first year in office. Now he wants to give the typical family a cup of coffee every week. Yeah. That's what he's done. It's laughable. It is laughable. And you know what's frustrating is he gets away with it. That's why we yeah. got to point out the facts to people. He taxed you by $1.8 billion. Now he's giving you a cup of coffee for the next three months in an election year. It's right. laughable. It's a, like I said, the word is a gimmick. It's a gimmick because you know he talks about having a surplus. Well, you have a surplus because the feds gave you a bucket of money. That's the only reason. Right. Otherwise, you'd be drowning right. in debt again. And, you know, if my daughter, one of my daughters came to me and said, oh, I got $100 in the bank, but I got a $5,000 credit card bill, I wouldn't say that's a surplus. <laughs> the state of Connecticut, yeah, maybe we have $3 billion of cash in the bank, but we've got $100 billion of debt. Our credit card bill is $100 billion. Right, right. You can't just talk about half of the equation and say I've got money in the bank. you got to talk about your debt. That's so I mean, true. I, I hate to laugh because it's not funny, but the Democratic Party has gotten so ridiculous. I had to say last night, you know, I got a round of applause for this statement, right? That parents should have a say in how, where, when, and what their kids are taught. That got a round of applause. That shouldn't, I mean, I'm happy it did, but that shouldn't get a round of applause. That should be as common sense as anything. Exactly. People should be saying, well, of course, Bob, talk about something that we don't know. It's amazing where this country and the state have gotten to it is absolutely ridiculous, some of the stuff that's going on. And we're going to fix it, Lee. Bob Stefanowski is our guest. One of our uh, loyal listeners wants me to ask you what your first official act would be if you become governor. Well, I, what, what we're looking at, well, I probably shouldn't have known, but there's like over 400 taxes right. in the state of Connecticut. This is Rob Simmons' point, right? And about 200 of them cost more to collect than they do that the <laughs> revenue center brings in. So what I'd like to do is just stop collecting them. I don't know that I need a government order to do that. Right. I, the, the, the head of the uh, Department of Revenue Services reports to me. Just stop collecting them. Let somebody sue me for not collecting uh, you know, taxes on vending machines. <laughs> that would be number one. Right. The other one is to, is to tighten the ethics code. You know, The fact that Governor Lamont can give a $26 million contract to a company owned by his wife and the ethics say it's okay... Again, none of this is funny, but it's so ridiculous, it's laughable. Of course he shouldn't be able to do that. I'll divest every investment I have, or I'll put it in a blind trust. I'll make a pledge that nobody in my family or anyone um, in government service should make a dime off the taxpayers, and and, and we'll do it that way. So there's a bunch of things we can do. We've got to let parents have a say in their kids' education. We've got to support law enforcement. These men and women are putting their lives on the line for us every day. I mean, I, I say, you know, you worry about that. I am excited about being governor because we can do some things that are just basic common sense that should have been done years ago. Right. Nobody wants to talk about the debt. Nobody wants to talk about what they, you know, the candy they can't give away. You can't get a, you know, you're not supposed to be able to get elected by talking about what you can't have. And that's the, that's a big problem because people want to give, give, give. And that's, 
you know, folks, they fall for that hook, line, and sinker. But a guy like, you know, you're standing up there saying, hey, listen, this is the way it's got to be. I'm not necessarily going to give you all these things, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to streamline it and I'll cut the fat out so you're not spending as much money. Listen, Lee, I'd love to give out everything to everybody. I'd love to take care of people that are here. It's not practical. But but we have to take care of the people here legally first. We've got to try to take care as much as we can. But there's not an unlimited money supply. That's why we have $100 million of debt right now, because Democrats have acted like there's an unlimited supply. I wish there were. I wish we could take care of everybody. But you've got to deal with reality. And you got to do what's most important, and you got to be frugal with people's money. Did you see the thing in West Haven last Friday? I did. Eighty percent. Eighty percent of well, the COVID money. Hold was, on, Bob. Was, was you got you got to be you, know, you got to give her a break. You need a marching band. Every you know. Oh, crying out loud! I mean, <laughs> Jesus. And, and the woman's a CPA. Yeah. And she's still in office. How, how does that? I don't know. Where people are scratching their head. Yeah. I, they just want to be treated fairly. If that happened in the public sector. You'd be out that afternoon as CEO, whether you knew about it or not. Are you 100% right? I mean, let, those of you who don't know, Bob was alluding to the West Haven mayor who, got, again, allegedly $890,000 worth of COVID funds misspent. And just, I was making a joke, one of the misspent avenues was a marching band. So they spent your COVID relief money on a marching band. But uh, you want to grab a our cook? money, Lisa. It's not like it's their money and we're watching and we're not impacted. This is why taxes are so high, because the money's being fraudulently spent. Yep. Agreed. Let me grab a quick call and see what we got. Kevin in uh, Noank is up. Kevin, good morning. Hi, Lee. Hi, Bob. How you doing? Kevin Black. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. I, 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 think, uh, I think you made a brilliant pick with uh, uh, Devlin there as a, a, a running mate, and I do think you're right that, that you guys, uh, you know, if the election was tomorrow, that, that you'd win. I would warn you guys against, uh, you know, put, putting it in cruise control. I think you guys have these guys on the ropes. You have to keep hitting them. Uh, and, and I really think that the knockout punch is at state pier in this yeah. entire uh, Diamantis, uh, you know, like scandal. They're trying to focus all the attention on Diamantis to get it off of Lamont. Um, I, I really think that, uh, you know, I, I believe that you guys will uh, w- will win. But uh, I, I just uh, I really think that there's not enough attention on state pier and that that is the issue that's going to, to knock Lamont out. That's a terrific point, and and I've been talking kind of generically about fraud in government, but but it's actually extraordinary. And in any other state, this would be national news. But you've got a governor. And I don't know whether there's anything there or not. I suspect there is, but you got a government, a governor and his administration, or I should say his administration, that's under a grand jury FBI investigation. Again, it's not funny, but for school potential fraud in schools, and to your point, Kevin, the state here. Why isn't that national news? I mean, if I were governor, I'm sure it would be national. They're under a grand jury FBI investigation. And you know what's even worse is our our legislature refuses to investigate it. We should be investigating that in the state of Connecticut. We shouldn't be relying on the FBI to clean up our messes. What what are we saying? The legislators don't care? I've sent five emails, uh, called 15 times, to Attorney General Tong. There's been allegations of race and sex discrimination by senior officials of the Lamont administration, I get a letter back from saying that's not his job. I need to go through another channel. How could it not be his job? I don't know. You got me all fired up. It'll be the, hey, listen, it'll be the new attorney general's job. Let's put it that way. How about that? Well, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. We've yeah. got to change this stuff. Yeah, that's I why I think we're going to win. Yeah. People are fed up. Kevin, anything else, buddy? No, 
just that the lack of action, that the, that the fact that it's so big and nothing is happening, that, that to me gets me really excited because they don't have a defense and it, it's a soft spot. So I'd say, you know, you're, you're doing a great job and, uh, you, you know, thanks for everything. Take care. Thank you, Kevin. Well, Kevin, we're, we're going to be out there 24 hours, seven days a week for the next nine months. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to win this thing. Uh, let me... I'm convinced we're going to win this thing, Lee. I I think you're certainly rolling, man, right now for sure. And again, I, we got Bob Stefanowski on. If you want to make a quick call and, and chat with him real quick, we maybe have time for one more. I want to read you an email. It says, uh, "Good morning, Lee. Uh, when Bob is on tomorrow, I think his audience would appreciate knowing that he generously supplied me with a quantity of masks during the very early stages of COVID for myself and my coworkers. Not once, but twice. I work for a local municipality, and after being told it was required to wear them." Uh, they weren't uh, they weren't able to supply them after repeatedly requests through uh, my work. I finally contacted Bob. He had them delivered to me uh, the very next day and then delivered again. Uh, so just wanted to let everybody know, remind everybody that when folks were basically running as the sky was falling, you and, and Pat and some other folks were handing out masks and getting masks and securing masks with your own money. So I thought people should know that. Well, and you too. I remember having you at a couple events and your listeners were, were, were big donors to this. So that was a group effort. It's just a... An example of how a bunch of people can get together and do something that our government should have done, but right. for whatever reason, with three billion dollars in the bank, they can't get it done. I, I just don't understand it. Right, it wasn't but, that hardly, as you know. We have Pat Sester's pickup truck and picked up a hundred thousand masks. I mean, it wasn't that yeah. hard. Well, it wasn't going to be your pickup truck because yours was, is more crappy than mine. So, well, yeah, no. I'm not sure. Ours <laughs> are close. What would you have bet if we were driving to New Jersey? Would you take in your truck or my truck? I guess on the margin, I'd have to go with yours. I think mine because it's bigger, but my tailgate doesn't go down. So I don't know how we would have got him in. <laughs> well, and you got like 200,000 miles on Yeah, that. of course it yeah, does. I don't know. By the way, if anybody can fix my tailgate, it would be much appreciated because I've hit it with I'll a sledgehammer. Thanks. Uh, I'm pretty handy. I'll oh, bring yeah. my screwdriver over this afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to bring that truck this weekend to the event you're going to be at. I'm not going to hold right. you. You're going to hold you accountable to actually fix that. All right, listen. I got I got one more for you because I think this is a big because people yeah. have people have contacted me about this. A number of people. Uh, this is a question from one a general question from some folks who are working for the state. Are you going to go after existing pensions in any way? No, I think we've got to look at it prospectively, and we've got to look at people that aren't there. Uh, should it be a 401K? And I know they've started to do this, but everybody who's retired or is vested in their pension, they deserve it. They've worked for it. We've got to find a way. I am worried, though, that we've got a $100 billion deficit. Right. We've got to figure out how to fund it. And, and the interesting thing about the governor of Lamont is this was a, a massive opportunity to, 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 to deal with it. Um, he essentially ignored the unions for three years for uh, law enforcement, um, um, you know, people in, in um, detention centers. And now in an election year, he waited so long, he hands out a big thing and it gets criticized. He should have been taking care of state employees for the last three years, not at the last minute, right. with, with, with a, what is essentially a, a buy for votes. Um, but no, people that earned it retired, they deserve it. They're counting on it. We're going to try to figure out how to fund it. But I'm not going to tell you it's not a problem because there is a massive deficit there. Right. Because nobody's funded it. You actually have to give Malloy credit. He's the last person that materially funded that plan. All right. Well, listen, Bob, I will uh, see you. I got to go. I'll see you on Sunday. Bring your wrench or whatever you think you can use a to screwdriver. help me. A screwdriver. I can handle it with one screwdriver, maybe a, a hammer. I think that's all I need. We're going to videotape this thing. This is going to be a, a monster <laughs> cluster blank. <laughs> I'll see you then. 
All right. All right, buddy. Bye. Bob Stefanowski. All right, quick break. My friend Mike Susie joins me next. <laughs> 